Rock America, and this is Mike Crushy. I'm here with my co-host for this day, Jay. Hey. So um, let's start off with, um, I sent you a text message in regards to some of the topics, and one of the things that I mentioned was the new Razer phone that was announced today. Well, it was announced yesterday yeah. as of when we're recording this. Which, when I saw it, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I knew, it's funny, I knew about Motorola coming out with this phone a long time ago. Because yeah, they wanted it, they wanted, it's it. one of those retro kind of like, uh, especially a lot of millennials now want to get the retro stuff. Mm-hmm. To me, I, I think that's kind of BS because like I was there. <laughs> you <laughs> to had me, it's not <laughs> retro. It's like, oh, okay. I remember, and <clears throat> they don't know about the phone, but the original Motorola Razor, it's like a mixed bag. It wasn't a great phone. No, it, the, the thing about the phone was, because it was at a time that people still had flip phones, mm-hmm. but the thing about the phone was, it looked very futuristic. It looked really nice. The first models of the phone. The second, later models were all plastic and all this other random stuff. And it was really nasty and bad. But I had generation one or generation two. One of the two, the first two generations was an all metal sleek phone. I remember that. And then the later generations, once they they were just like, let's make this as cheap as possible because people are still going to buy it as long as it still looks like it. And those phones were like plastic. My mom had one of the older ones. Um, the later ones, which was like all plastic, and it looked just like every other razor. But like when you would, when I would use my phone and she would use her phone, her phone was significantly lighter because they weren't using any metal anymore. But both phones had the same thing in common, which was the actual interface of those phones. Because the razor phone came out at a time when you had smartphones coming out. You had the Palm Trios. You had. Um, the Mindspring phones, you had... Envy was out. Yeah, you had a lot of different yeah, phones. You had, the Psychic, I think, was about to come out. Yeah. Or it was just out. So you had a lot of, like, precursor to the smartphones that we have now that were coming out. So for the Razer phone to come out and do what it did, when you actually, like, sat down and looked at the phone and you compared it to other phones that are out in the market at that time, the interface was extremely dated. Mm-hmm. So you were literally buying the phone because it aesthetically looked nice. Yeah. As opposed to it actually being a better phone than everything else that was on the that's market. that's what I remember. I remember it not being a great... It being... Uh, the, the design Last was, generation kind of yeah, interface. The, the, so. the, design was, uh, the design was innovative, but the phone was not. Yeah. Um, and I, I remember my, my father... Um, and I remember he, he, he was an early adopter for the, the metal phone. Yeah. Um, and I remember it was an expensive phone. Yeah, it was very expensive. Yeah. Even by today's standards, yeah. it would have been considered expensive. But you know what's um, funny about that, though? What? So, like, you saw the video and I watched a lot of stuff on it yesterday. Now, as I look back on it and I remember the original Razer phone... What they're doing, what Motorola's doing now is not, like, people are, like, all bent out of shape because the phone, the new Razer phone is, like, $1,500. Yeah. And they, Motorola's not really mentioning what the internals are. Like, they did mention there's a 800, I think it's a Snapdragon 800 that's in there, which is old because the 850 and the 900 is about to come out. Well, the 850's already out. A lot of the newer phones, a lot of top-end 
phones have the 850 or better. Mm-hmm. So for Motorola to be coming out with one that's like maybe an 800 or 830 or something like that, it's not an 850, it's something else. Yeah, they were saying that, that the... Uh, the internals, they don't really want to mention the, the internals. The, the specs aren't that... Aren't, <laughs> cutting edge yeah they're like mid-range phones yeah um, mid-range uh, which if you're if you're just using your your phone for phone calls texting and you know a little bit of youtube and stuff like that it's fine you know it's not i mean it's fine like but it, at the same time no it's it it's fine but it's not fine because what i mean what i mean by that is you're charging people Fifteen hundred dollars for this phone for design, but it's 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 the legacy of the razor. Yeah, but what? <laughs> but see, that's the thing. You're only spending you're spending five hundred dollars more than you would get with a regular phone. Yeah, that's But you're powerful. spending five hundred dollars less than you would get for the let's say the Samsung Fold, mm-hmm. or even the Huawei. I think has a, a fold that folds the inverted way. So you're spending less money than that, but you're still spending that five hundred dollar premium yeah. for this phone. So I want it to be at least on par. It may not necessarily, necessarily need to be flagship, but it has to be right there with flagship. Nah, it can't a, be at but, the mid-range. But but like I said, that's 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 the Razor's legacy. That it is was the never Razor's cutting edge. edge. It was never cutting edge. It was edge. all about as, the, as we look back know, on it, it's never it was never. Edge. So like I, I, I think that I think that um like because it's funny I was I was listening to a couple videos where we were talking about it and um, they were like oh well it's not it's not. Uh, brand new, uh, you know the the insides, the specs aren't the greatest. Um, there's there's phones that you could do more with it, but you know, but people are gonna gravitate towards this because nostalgia is a hell of a drug, man. Yeah, that's what it comes down but to. Nostalgia's like, gonna push this. Well, like I mentioned before, um, I think the people like don't get me wrong, people our age and maybe some older people will buy it, but I think the most of the people who gonna buy this phone are millennials. Yeah, were like little kids were when kids the original the came, came. They thought that the out. phone was the greatest. You know, yeah. So, to me, it's like it's like a gimmicky phone in regards to it's it's a retro phone that they know millennials are gonna go out and buy because millennials are buying everything from that time frame. Yeah, it's, so, it's it's you know it's a reminder of simpler times for them. But you know we like I know I was I was older so it wasn't that big of a deal. You know like I I never had one. Like I had a, I'm trying to remember what I had back then. I think it was an LG. No, I had, uh, I had a Razor phone, but I, uh, I, I ended up selling it to my mom or selling it to somebody else, and then um, I ended up getting a, uh, I had the Palm, I think I had the Palm Trio 68. The Palm Trio 68. I think I still have that phone to this day, (laughs) and um, that phone and the the Palm Trio. 680s claim the fame was that phone came out and it was a smartphone that came out that had an internal t- antenna because most of the phones at that time did not had an outward antenna this is the first phone that came out with an internal antenna in which now all of the phones have internal antennas yeah if you so, if you don't everyone's gonna look at your phone yeah. like are you, they're like oh you're trying to go for the retro feel <laughs> So <laughs> maybe but, that's a, maybe that's the next uh yeah and then I got Palm <clears throat> after Palm I ended up getting Blackberry and then I had a bunch of Blackberries that I went over to Android so but yeah I I I really did enjoy um I thought it was interesting and when I saw the uh <clears throat> when I saw that Motorola literally came out with their press they had it wasn't even a press conference they were like giving like people who review this tech. 
hands on with it because the Verge. I saw the Verge was the first one to post yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I saw Marcus Brownlee recently posted. Uh, I think either early this morning or late last night. And a couple other people I watch also did. So I was like, okay, I'll check that phone out later. I'm like, I'm not. I have the V40, LG V40, so I'm not in the market of getting a new phone. Nah, same, so, same, same, <clears> And if I was, it wouldn't have been that phone. Yeah, I have a, I have a no. So like, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, I, I, like I said, it doesn't, doesn't look like a bad phone at all. Um, I'm curious about the, uh, the folding technology. You know, if, if it ha- has Motorola actually overcome the problems. I give, I give Motorola a lot of, a lot of uh, credit because. Like from what I saw, they don't have a crease. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's, what you call has a crease. In that's it. commendable, man. That's, yeah. yeah. Even uh, uh, Samsung's Samsung, Fold yeah. has a crease, had a and crease. it has a visible crease. I mean, oh, yeah, I've the had box it in, with a crease. Yeah, I had it in hand, and I've checked it out. And when you look at it straight on, you don't really notice it. Yeah. But if anyone else is like side hustling. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're like looking at it when you first open it up, you're gonna see that crease and then eventually it like magically disappears. But other people seize the crease all the time. Yeah. And then with the other phones that are fold phones, they got like there's a Chinese manufacturer one that looks really janky. So and that one uh, yeah, I've seen the other. <clears throat> that one is like oh and that was the first one that came out to market. But I, I, I think that was more of a, a, a they rushed a, a it prototype and tried to, yeah. just to get to just have their name out. Oh, we made the first. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah but fuckers! It, like I remember watching the the video, them bending it and everything, and it was pretty. Uh... It looked like they were gonna break it. <laughs> oh yeah, well the screen kept flickering. Yeah, <laughs> everything would. Uh, yeah, so it's like I, I think they just put it out there because <laughs> they wanted one of these bigger companies to acquire them. Since I mean, like um. I think we're gonna see people with it. There will be a lot. Oh of yeah, there's gonna be people who have it. And it, like I said, there's gonna be a lot of people who want to do the retro thing. A lot of people gonna walk around in '90s clothes and have pull out their razor phone, and then they're like, "Yeah, I'm in. I'm in a '90s party, but I'm living it in my life yeah. every day." I just, I'm waiting for the Nokia bricks to make a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Tonight, you. Now, um. You're the one who told me about a game that came out on Xbox. It came out a couple weeks ago, maybe even a month ago. The Outer Worlds. Yeah, yeah. Have you still been playing that game? I haven't played it. I've been very busy. Yeah, I haven't been playing it too much either. But when I have played it, it reminds me of American RPGs like the Fallout and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But before it started getting out of control, even though... It does have the first-person shooter element. Yeah. Where it's, like, a modern first-person shooter, but with an old-timey, like, American RPG feel. So, like, I kind of want to go in, like, I want to get a new uh, a new um, save and just, like, murder everybody. That's what I want. That's, so, because that's I'm playing the game, like, safe. Yeah. So, like, so. like there was a, there's a scene in which you're going to... <clears throat> the uh, old captain, the captain who died, who you landed on, honestly, <laughs> and you're going to his ship, and then there's people there, and then the way I set it up was like, I tried to deceive them, and then have them fight the other guys who were there. Yeah, the I, I, was who were there. To, I was able to do that too. Yeah. And then I then later on, it got to a point where I was like, I had to kill this woman, so <clears throat> there was, to me, there was no other option. I was like, I'm gonna have to fight this woman. Now she fought everybody and all her people end up dying against the marauders and she killed the marauders. 
So now I walked into <laughs> she's sitting there uh, doing something. Now I just walked into the ship. So now I come out of the ship, and she's like, "You kind of walked in that ship, like it's your ship." Yeah. I was like, I lied to her. I told her I was the uh, the surprise ship inspector. Oh, and I didn't lie to her. And she I just shot her. So. She, she believed me. She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir." <laughs> yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even do that. I just shot her. I was like, I was like, ah, uh, ping, 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 and then that was the wrap. It is definitely a game I do want to get into. Um, yeah. It does remind me. I know that you're not a fan of of the uh, newer Fallout's uh, with Bethesda behind it. I'm not. It's not that I'm a, not a fan of them. It's just they're different, so I gotta look at them differently. Well, maybe the fact that it's not called Fallout, maybe that will... Well, I was playing the game. I like the game, but it like the game requires a lot of your time. It does. So, and I'm like, I would have, have it right now. And I don't have day, I don't have time to spare like that. And I know you definitely don't have no, time to spare like I, that. I have no time. <clears throat> so, I'm like... So it's, 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 it's a good game. It, it, I want to go back to it, but I don't have the time for it right now. I don't know if, when I'm going to be able to go, get to it. I will get to it one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 that day is gonna be, I don't know. But um, it is definitely on my radar. I've heard a lot of like, uh, you know, the, the, what they call water cooler stories about yeah. this game. Yeah. And yeah. people who are playing it and just how like certain events transpire. Um, the game definitely looks to be my speed. Yeah. Uh, it's just that I have too much going on right now, and I yeah. have no time for it. And but and it's 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 a game that is easily gonna require you to sit down. Wait at least two hours. Yeah, easy. I, I, don't, I don't have that. <laughs> easy two hours. So, so but so now yeah, the you can get you can get your so a lot of uh, the stats maxed. Yeah, pretty pretty easily. Pretty, yeah, they're gonna have to change that. They're gonna have to nerf that a little bit. They probably will. I mean, so, but that means you have to play the game now before they start nerfing stuff. I'm fine so. with it. Oh, I can't. I mean, for people who want to play the game, yeah, play it now. Stuff, you got to play it they, now before they, they start nerfing this, stuff. Uh, yeah, because I mean, I could see them definitely. Like, I, I, every single uh, charisma check that I had, whether it was, you know, lie or you know, persuade or charm, whatever you want to call it, like I was able to do every single one, and there was like three or four of them in the beginning of the game, like in the first ten minutes. Yeah, that I was able to like finesse my way out of. So that was. That was cool. One of the things I do like is that they said that even when you go for uh, a build that isn't necessarily strong with combat, there's ways that certain weapons that will get stronger with your charisma being high. Yeah. Or your intelligence being high. Yeah. So you could still be an efficient fighter. Yeah. Even though you're you know, you're, you're not fighting at your even though you're high. yeah exactly so that your melee and your long distance i put my long i put a couple points in long distance melee i didn't put pretty much anything no, i was I, taking I, stuff I, out of it i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah i said when i when i melee i never played any of the fallout games on melee yeah that's like it's a to problem. me that's way too close for me to be yeah. close to dying yeah so i'd rather be far away or sniping someone from mm-hmm. some distance or something so I, I, I love I love that the story revolves around capitalism going out of control. Oh yeah. And and it's like such a like I don't know if they did it on purpose, but it seems like kind of a jab at Bethesda. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And all these other companies. Or just in general, like you know, and we had this conversation before in regards to stuff that's come out <clears throat> and um 
I'm surprised nobody has mentioned for the Outer Worlds that it's 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 too political. That game is too political. <laughs> Yo, Outer Worlds is very political. I'm it's like the Outer Worlds is very political. I'm surprised I'm like, that people have not started complaining about it yet. You know? I'm like, oh man, you you guys complain about like um, Watchmen being political and everything else, and then yeah. we brought up the boys being political, just not to the same extent. But the outer world is very political. I'm like, and oh. I'm, I love it. I love it. I don't have a problem. With it <laughs> I think the difference between a show, TV show, or a movie being political and a video game being political, and the reason why I don't think people are really saying too much about it, is because the outer world is kind of like a choose-your-own-story. So if you want to be that political, you can then do you that. Can do it, but yeah. if you don't. Then you just kill people just random. Well, yeah, because you could choose to side up with the uh, with the corporations. Yeah. If, or you can choose to be a rebel. And so, be against all the corporations. Yeah. Or pick and choose which ones you want to be good with and which ones you don't want to be good with. Or you just be a murderer. Yeah. I. So and that's yeah, why I think I love that, it. I think it's a great I think, concept. And I think that's another reason why video games don't get held to the same scrutiny as movies do in that regard. Because a movie, there's nothing you can do about it. You're sitting there watching it, or a TV show, you're sitting there watching it, and there's nothing you can do about it. This is whatever the person, the con the showrunner or the writer or whoever wanted you to see. This is what they wanted to purvey. Whereas in a video game, video game artists and writers they write from multiple different aspects now they may feel somewhere personally about it but they're going to write and give you at least the out to not go that route so because they need you to have multiple especially when you're talking about games that have multiple like endings and stuff you got to have those different pathways so yeah but. i mean uh, like uh, when i when i get the time eventually I will jump into that game. It's a good game, though. I was surprised because um, even the graphics on the game is pretty good. So I was like, okay. Even though nowadays graphics don't mean crap. Nah, it really doesn't. Uh, It's it's, it's kind of crazy that um, this game came out like... It's... it's, If you have Game Pass, it's, you know... Free to down, like it's well, it's free, free with, with quotation marks. With, if you have if you pay for Game Pass, yeah. Um, which I think was a great move because I really don't think, really don't think that this game would have done well um, with everything else coming out. Yeah. And I think giving, I'm gonna say maybe a little over fifty between fifty and seventy five percent of the population, uh, you know, game players. The opportunity to play this game without paying full price for it yeah. was a great move. And it gave those people who play the game like ourselves, who have Game Pass, we talk about it. And especially when I'm at work and I talk about it, people don't either. One of two things will happen. Well, one of three things will happen. The third thing would be people just don't care. They're like, let's change the subject. The other two things that happen is either a person will go out and buy the game where they go out and buy Game Pass. Game pa- yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so, there's been a couple people that said, well, uh, how much, I can get Game Pass for a dollar for one month, so I'm going to try it out. Yeah, and then they end up just keeping it or whatever. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's uh, I, I would, I would say, to be honest, like, if, if, if you're a PS4 owner, and, you know, you, and if you, if you're a fan of Fallout, and, um, you know, kind of the old, uh, Bethesda, old Bioware games, uh, by all means, this this is this is a definite pickup. I, I I can't recommend it enough. So what have you? Because I I've been watching like Big L has been streaming Death Stranding. Have you 
check that game out or anything? Because nah, it, it looks I, like it's a Hideo Kojima game. Yeah, Hideo Kojima did. Um, I've heard mixed things. After he left, uh, I guess after he left Konami. Yeah. Well, after Konami pushed him out the door. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm sure it, it got to a point where he wanted to leave anyway. Pretty sure, yeah. Um, and they just got him before he can get them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. He's um, like, I need to talk to y'all. It's too late. You're fired. Get out. He's like, all right. He's like, all right. I was, like, was going to give you my recognition. You're <laughs> yeah, um, fired. No, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I've heard mixed things. Uh, I, I, I have to, I, I do want to try this game, but. Oh man, I, it's only on PlayStation. Well, yeah, it's, it's on PlayStation play- and Windows. And PC, yeah. So I'll probably just get on PC. Um, I, I'm not paying full price for it. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I can't pay full price for something that, that, uh, has so much bad criticism about it, you yeah. know? And it is, it is, uh, Hideo Kojima, and I, you know, I am a fan of, of some of his work. I'm not all of his work, but of some of his work. I think I some people have issues that, I guess, for the game itself, they, I guess it's like a, a what is it, like a zombie game or something? No, no, it's an apocalyptic game. Uh, yeah, it's an apocalyptic game, but they talk about the product pricing. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Monster <laughs> Energy Drink is yeah, just like... like... the product placing is ridiculous. They're yeah. like... Some people go as far as to say, like, vandalism and stuff. Really? Yeah, they're like, yo, they're like, the product placing in this game is just, like, out of out of hand. Uh, Polygon has an uh, article that was posted two hours ago. Death Stranding product placement is an act of commercial vandalism. <laughs> Holy shit. That's crazy. That's, that's, you know how strong of a term that vandalism? Vandalism? I'm like, oh man. See, all I heard was that that uh like you have to drink monster energy drink. And and this is not a joke. You have to drink monster energy drink to uh get stamina back after you you know when you go back to your base or something like that. Yeah. So is, is it similar to um Left For Dead? No. Well, Wayne, what's that game that Microsoft has? That's a zombie game, but you build your base and everything else. Oh, uh, State of Decay. State of Decay. No. Um, see, okay, this is this is this is where this is where it's weird, and, and I and, and I'm just gonna get into it. It's uh, it's you're you're a delivery man. You're a delivery man. Del- delivery person, basically. You. Uh, <laughs> you order. You deliver pizzas. You can deliver pizza. Yeah, I'm sure you that, can. That's what I was told. Uh, but there's there's a lot of empty patches where you're just walking and it if it doesn't tread the ground it might I, I don't want to look I'm not trying to trigger it ah, I'm insane with yeah, anger because I haven't played the game yet but from, from what I'm hearing a lot of I'm hearing a lot of walking simulator yeah and um I've played walking sim, some some walking simulators um for for PlayStation um I forget uh, everybody's gone to rapture which I I played it and I hated every every minute of it and, yeah. and, and it, people rave about it rave about how great great of a game and story it is it's not a game this, this, you don't do anything in it you just you walk and yeah. the, the story kind of unfolds in front of you so yeah I mean they, they say that there's there's a little bit of com- there is combat in the game but yeah. it's not uh, not how you would expect you know 
Yeah. Because I see they got this thing called BTs, and I've seen videos about how do you avoid or fight a BT, and I'm like, what the hell is a BT? And then I look, and I'm looking at the thumbnail, and it's like, like some gigantic big robot. Black not not robot, but uh, like, stuff, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I'm reading on the thing, and it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. So I know Big L has played it, and he's been streaming it. If you guys don't, you know, don't know, Big L's uh, name is Redeemer, I think 1982, on uh, Twitch. And he has been streaming it. He's got, like, at least five hours worth of uh, footage on the game. Uh, from when he started it on PlayStation to now, and he's been playing it for the last couple days. So... What does he think of the game? I don't know, because I haven't seen him. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I haven't curious. seen him. So, I mean, like I hear, I hear from some people. I hear masterpiece, and I hear you know a, yeah. a, a great example. I kind of want to know what he's thinking because he's he's like you to some extent, where he's like a fan of Hito. So I mean, I, I'm I'm a fan of, of like I'm not gonna. Say You're not out of control. You're a realistic fan, but when he comes out with good stuff. You can acknowledge it, whereas I, if he comes out with bad stuff, you can also acknowledge that. I like Zone of the Enders, one and two. I love the. Yeah. Those those were good. Those were I love good. Those games. That's by. But I like robots. Yeah, yeah, those were good games, and I like how the it's a mech game that's not clunky. It was yeah. very fast paced. Um, but at the time the Zone of the Enders came out, there was a lot of like fast paced robot games. There were there was a good amount. Quite a bit because that was at the time of where Mecha was still a big thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you had like you had the <clears throat> you had the what was what was the name of that one game? It was like the slow clunky like Mech uh, Armor Warrior, Mech Assault yeah. kind of games. Well Mech Assault was still a little more fast paced. But like Mech Warrior and you had um there was that that game on Xbox that had the controller <laughs> that had like a hundred and some buttons <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. pedals. Zone there were those Battalion. Yeah, Steel Battalion. <laughs> and then you had the other ones that were like Zone and Enders where it was like fast paced. What you call was kinda like that too, um uh, Xenogears was kind of like that too, but it was more of an RPG. Yeah, game. yeah. So, but well, Zone um, of the Enders sold me on a PlayStation too. Yeah, like back in the day, like I yeah. saw that and I was just like, this, wow, I'm buying a PlayStation too. Did it say it had a fighting game? That Virtual on. Yeah, was also fast-paced mm-hmm. fighting game for robots. So that yeah, was at the time it was an arena fighter. Yeah, yeah. That was that was an interesting game. Now, now that that genre has pretty much fell off the cliff and like you rarely have any games. What arena fighters? Well not arena fighters but mech games in general. There was a new one. Off the cliff. There was a new no, one. No there's one that I mentioned this, this, that I did a podcast on uh, oh, okay. a couple weeks ago which was a mobile it's a mobile uh, uh no, not this one. I forget. The mobile one was what is it because I still have it on my phone. Super Mecha Champions. Super Mecha Champions basically for people who didn't listen to that uh, show uh, quick synopsis was uh, Super Mega Champions is a mech game that's under the skin of <clears throat> it's the skin of a mech game but it's basically Fortnite but with mechs okay. so you can jump in and out of your mech and it's you land in the middle of like a, a world and there's like a hundred of y'all and y'all fighting and all other stupid stuff so it's a battle royale game on your phone with mechs that's all it really is. What game are you talking about? I'm looking for it. I can't find it right now. So, 
I enjoyed playing that game. The only problem is it's one of those games that uh, the Super Mega Champions is the only problem with that game is since it's a mobile phone, you have to have a hard, like, real connection to play the game. Otherwise, you're going to drop out and then you're going to lose out on whatever it was you were doing at the time. Because I be getting lagged. Sometimes at places I get lagged while playing Battle uh, Brawl Stars. So, I love that game. So. Hey guys, that's all we've got for you today. As always, for Otaku by Otaku, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love you guys so much. And we'll catch you on the next one.